I, I never thought I would write an opera. I'm not an opera lover. And uh, in my wildest uh, fantasies about where my career might go, uh, whatever turn it might take, opera was never a turn I thought it would take. It's like somebody saying they thought they'd never get married and they, they do get married. Uh, so that's what it is for me. Uh, it, it's, it's a confluence of circumstances and it was Eric and I discussing um, musical ideas. I, I certainly did have a sort of thing in the back of my mind that I wanted to do with voices and I used to call it, uh, for, for want of a better term, I used to call it my space opera. And I did say to Eric, can we talk about a project that I'm calling my space opera, but I didn't mean that to be an opera as such. Um, so Eric runs this label called Heresy Records. And instead of a space opera, he said to me, why don't, would you like to think of something, think of a heretic. If you can think of a heretic, and his label is Heresy Records, maybe we can talk about a project. So uh, that's how it happened. Uh, uh, he sent me a list of heretics, a whole page of them, and I spotted one name that stood out for me, Giordano Bruno, because I'm a... James Joyce is still one of, one of the, my last, the last heroes that I have as an artist. And uh, uh, Joyce talked a lot about uh, Bruno and his influence on, on Joyce's thinking and on his works. So uh, once we got the idea of Giordano Bruno and an opera, and, and Eric realized then that nobody, he, he's such an important figure in Renaissance times, and nobody had done an opera on him. And uh, things went from there. He's interesting for um, a lot of a lot of reasons. Um, first of all, he was one of the foremost um, intellectual superstars of his generation. He was born in 1548. He was burned at the stake in 1600. And he comes from a town called Nola, and he was called the Nolan, which is outside of Naples. And he had this trajectory through his life was one of always being completely subversive, both to the intellectual world, to the religious world, and also to the scientific world. As a matter of fact, he was a megalomaniac who rubbed everybody the wrong way, but managed at the same time to fascinate some of the most uh, powerful people um, during the times he lived. So he was, he was thrown out of uh, the, the Dominican order, almost tried for heresy as a young man, made uh, his way around all of the great universities, you know, and from one to the next was always tossed out and um, ended up uh, by teaching a system of magic memory to Henry III, the King of France, became sort of um, uh, taken under the wing of the King of France who sent him to England and where he lived with the ambassador to France at the time. After he left England, he traveled around, was lured to go back to Italy, where he was tried by the Inquisition, first in Venice, then in Rome, and after nine years, um, he was burned at the stake.
we didn't want it to be a straightforward plot about Bruno's life. You know, he was born here, then he did this, and then at the very end he was burnt at the stake. Uh, uh, we didn't want to do it that way. We wanted to bring in characters and ev even some of the ideas of Bruno's work into the opera. So for instance, uh, James Joyce actually makes an appearance in the opera. And, and, and Morgan Crowley, who sings the part, looks amazingly like him as well, which is an added bonus. But other, other things that Bruno was, was uh, interested in was the multiplicity of worlds, not only the multiplicity of universes and no, no centre to the uh, solar, uh, well, to, to the universe, uh, but what interested Joyce was that um, Bruno stated in his view that opposites could exist uh, together. So hot and cold, uh, you know, and any opposite, the yin and the yang, uh, exist not one or the other, but both together. It shows the way and the end. Composition of images, size, and ideas. 